Welcome to the Wednesday evening, August the 18th in the fine year 2010. Tonight, Dream the Biggest Dream presents Lessons from the Front Line. (laughs) And our topic tonight is adjusting your default settings. I want to welcome everyone to tonight's call. It's been a bit of an interesting schedule for the last, oh my golly, I mean, a couple of months anyway, right? But in particular, last week was the first ever live from an unconditional love activation. And, um, <laughs> it was a trap. I got to love this stuff. Last week, that activation was maybe our 33rd activation on the summer tour of love. Uh, and it was, it was, <laughs> it was wild. It was absolutely wild. Neil and Ilya from Portal to Ascension, myself, Dr. Dream, and Jake the Wonder Dog, although Jake missed the beginning of the Unconditional Love Activation, preferring instead to walk the streets of Oakland. (laughs) But we got him back, and uh, yeah, it uh, it was exciting last week, and then So that was the first, and we got that online. Everyone can listen to on iTunes or uh, drdream, drdream.com. And then the next night, we had a most incredible experience at Serify in downtown San Francisco, an unconditional love activation with Ananda G assisting and Masahiro watching my brainwaves <laughs> with the electrodes transmitting from my forehead through the Bluetooth to the laptop. I posted some pictures of my brainwaves. <laughs> I get a kick out of it. Um, and what I, I'm going to ask uh, Masahiro for... A little more insight, but but what we picked up at the time was that there was tremendous coherence between my right brain activity and my left brain activity. And, um, you know, Dr. Dream's just moving into the science of all of this. Um, I've spent so much time in my heart or making my way to my heart. Um, and now, now my brain wants to get in there and play with the science and everything. So it was an interesting, uh, experience. I spent some time talking to, uh, Masahiro afterwards and, um, apparently it was, it was impressive. He, he even posted it on his website and asked if he could have permission to have it up there. The, the coherence, and I guess that's the how well the right and the left brain integrate. And it's fascinating to me. I don't know how well my right and left brain integrate regularly, but during the unconditional love activation, wow, 
So um, looking looking pretty good. Looking pretty good. Now, let's see where we're at uh, with everything tonight. I am, well, let's see what happened. Let me catch you up just a little bit. Um, Portal to Ascension is now back at the home base in Orange County, Southern California, hanging in Costa Mesa at the Dream Pad at this moment right now on this call. Got to love it. And um, the gentleman uh, departed from uh, Salinas on Sunday night after we all went out and watched Inception which is still uh, brewing in the recesses of my mind. Uh, that was quite nice. And um, I did a solo unconditional love activation in uh, outside of San Luis Obispo last night in um, Avila. And um, wow, what an experience. Uh, really, really fun stuff. Um, I definitely missed Neil and Ilya. Uh, perhaps the greatest moment of missing you gentlemen was during peace and calm, peace unfolding from within. And we have been like just building and building this sound and vibration aspect of what we do. So yesterday beforehand, I went out and I added to the, uh, I, I, I created a double gong stand and, uh, you know, found a place to drill it and do all that stuff before the, uh, before the activation last night and got lots of comments about the activation and, and the energies and the different modalities. But one of the standout comments was about the gonging. And uh, this new gong from Mount Shasta uh, just really took things over the top. So tonight's call is all about default settings. So let's first identify what exactly Dr. Dream is talking about when he says default settings. So what I'm talking about is that in each moment, we are making a choice. In each moment, we are energizing something. We are placing our order with the universe. And, uh, we're either doing it consciously, which is where we want to be headed, to, to be making these choices and placing our orders from our conscious awareness. But if we're not doing it from that place, that state of mind, that consciousness, we're still doing it. And what we're doing is we're doing it by default. Now, here's the thing about default. Default is when... You're not focused on it, and it's happening, you know, somewhat under the consciousness, under your consciousness, under your uh, awareness. And some years ago, I started taking a good look at my default settings. 
And what I was finding, and the reason I did it, the reason I was drawn to look at my default settings was it occurred to me that I'm constantly creating my reality. It then also occurred to me that I wasn't so fabulously pleased with what was showing up in my outer experience of reality. And so I had to dig a little deeper and say, all right, if I'm constantly creating my reality, energizing something, making choices in each moment, and it's not coming out the way I want it to, then I'm probably not consciously focusing on it. So something else is going on. So I'm creating unconsciously. And so I, I began to refer to this as creating by default, choosing by default. And so this is just when you're not, you're not really aware, and yet it's still happening. And so I, I dove in, as it were, to this concept of what is default? What is this default setting, and where does it come from? And, and why isn't it showing up? Why aren't the, the, the reality that's created by my default, why isn't it showing up as, as wonderful and exciting and as juicy as as I want my life to show up. So in this process, I, I spent some time really connecting with, with what my default was. And to be, to be quite honest with you, it's not that difficult to figure out what your default is. I tend to believe that for all of us, that our default setting is what is reflected in our outer experience of reality that we find challenging or uncomfortable or not at all pleasing. <laughs> and so I'm like looking at my experience of reality and saying, well, this isn't that good and this is showing up this way. And so my default setting must have something to do with this. And I said, I, I began to, to dissect, if you will, my uh, experiences and connecting, connecting the dots with what was being created consciously and what was being created by default. And what I found was that an awful lot of my experience was being created by default. This is before Dr. Dream and Dream the Biggest Dream and everything had really kicked in. This is this is like the um the the foreplay, if you will, of moving into to being the creator self that that we all came here to experience ourselves as. So I wasn't consciously my creator self yet. I mean under the consciousness, subconsciously, we're all the creator selves. But the trick is doing it from a conscious and aware place. And so what I identified about my default setting, and I will suggest that it may very well be the same things that you would identify about your default settings, and that is they didn't really serve me. That is that they were related to my past conditioning. 
They were related to my habits. They were related to belief systems that I wasn't particularly aware of and to my pattern behaviors and my pattern thought forms. Wow, right? That's a lot of stuff. Here's the thing. We've all got that stuff going on. And so I made a decision that day. And that decision was I don't want to be creating by default at this time. My default settings don't serve me. So I need to be a conscious creator. So one of the things that happened around that same time is I learned an affirmation. Now, you know, I had played with, toyed with, experienced lots of affirmations prior to that time. And they all seemed pretty much okay. But none of them really seemed to hit the mark (laughs) for me, Mark. (laughs) And so until I found this one, here's the thing about affirmations. You get these affirmations like, my life experience is a beautiful reflection of all that is. And everything is unfolding in the most divine ways. And I'm like, you know what? On the surface, that sounds great. On a beautiful sunny day with my toes in the ocean, running along the beach with my dog, Jake, that sounds freaking amazing. But here's what I realized. You don't really need to be thinking about positive affirmations when your toes are in the sand and the ocean and you're running along the beach with your dog. The time that I found that I was reaching for affirmations were the times that I was challenged, were the times that I was emotionally triggered. The times that I was in a bit of discomfort, that's when I would reach for the old trusty affirmation, hoping to pull myself out of the muck and mire of my own existence. So the proverbial stuff has hit the fan. You're emotionally triggered and in your own personal space of discomfort. You reach for the affirmation And that is that your life is a beautiful, my life is a beautiful reflection of all that is, and it's it's unfolding in divine ways. And here's what happens. BS. That's right. The meter goes nuts. It's like, no way. Shut up. What are you talking about? You know, it didn't work for me. Those great affirmations that sounded so good when I was balancing in alignment when I needed the most, when I was out of balance and out of alignment, didn't work. They didn't work for me. I couldn't say them. I mean, I, I, I trashed them all until I found this one. 
And that affirmation that works in any circumstance and every circumstance, and the affirmation that will change your life because it's so easy, so simple, that affirmation is, I intend to feel good. That's it. That's the affirmation. I intend to feel good. So here's the thing. No matter what is going on, no matter how badly you're triggered, no matter what the downward spiral that you're caught up in is about, no matter how unaware and unconscious you are in that moment that you are creating your reality, you are fine to say, I intend to feel good. You are fine to energize that you are intending to feel good. I love this affirmation. I started using it all day long. I liked it so much that I didn't even need to be triggered to be using it. I'd use it right before I brush my teeth. I intend to feel good before breakfast, while driving, whatever. And, of course, at those moments when I'm stuck in traffic, when um, someone I'm interacting with uh, is reflecting something back to me that causes me some discomfort, of course I'm using it then. I intend to feel good. I don't know, in the beginning, maybe 30, 50, 100 times a day I'd use this affirmation. And I do that every day, every week, every month. I don't even know how long it was that I worked with this affirmation. You kind of forget these things once you, once you, you know, are doing it long enough. I guess after like 21 days, it's just like, you know, it is what it is. And then one day I had a realization. That realization was I didn't remember the last time I consciously affirmed to myself that I intended to feel good. It was followed by another thought. I felt good. And so here I was back into diving into the self-observation as the path of my personal transformation. What was it about this process that had worked? And I realized what it was. I had adjusted one of my default settings. Like so many of us, one of my default settings was tied up in being a victim and this, that, and the other thing, all lower-level vibrations and frequencies. And by focusing on this affirmation each and every day, each and every week, each and every month, before I knew it, I mean literally before I knew it, it became one of my new default settings. And it couldn't be a default setting without replacing whatever was contrary to I intend to feel good. You can't have two default settings that are opposite of each other. And so here I was. I owned something long enough that it had become part of my default. Now, what I like about this is when you think about your default settings, as I described them before, being all wrapped up in my past conditioning, well, my past conditioning didn't happen overnight. My past conditioning happened over years. 
but I will tell you something. It didn't take years to adjust my default setting. All it took was my conscious, focused intention of being aware in each moment and making a choice. And so when I start to look at this, I realize that the process goes something like this. You identify that your your default setting does not serve your highest good and raise your vibration frequency. You dive into it a little bit more and you look at how your reality has been showing up. And you realize that the parts that you didn't particularly consciously want to show up that way, but they showed up that way anyway, that's related to your default setting. You dive into that. You write about it. You see it clearly for what it is. And then at that point, because you realize that this is a default setting, you realize now you've got to have your guard up, so to speak, so your default setting doesn't click in, doesn't kick in. And the only way to do that is to be present in the moment. The only way to do that is to be conscious and aware and to be consciously rewriting that script. I did it by just repeating, I intend to feel good all day long for days and weeks and months. That's all it took. And then I thought about another default setting that serves me. And I took a look at the process for that one also. And lo and behold, it was basically the same thing. The other default setting that I realized at that point served me that was indeed a default setting was I live in a safe universe. Now, this is very powerful because when you own that you live in a safe universe, then the universe can only reflect that back to you. So the affirmation or the default setting of I live in a safe universe by owning it you have got to release fears that are contrary to that so this is a very powerful affirmation or foundation belief really to own I live in a safe universe because you can't own it and then also own fears, major fears about what could show up in your existence. And I realized that in the process of breaking from all the victim stuff, in the process, in my process of breaking from all the fear-based stuff and all the fear-based people that I found myself surrounded with, New York City, late 20s, my place on 26th Street, Park Avenue South, 
was a gathering spot. The first time in my life that I'd been surrounded with a lot of conspiracy people. I didn't go in much for that. As a matter of fact, at the time, initially, I would say to people, no, 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 none of that, none of that talk in here. I'm the it's all good guy. I won't have any of it. And that tune later changed to, yeah, whatever, I live in a safe universe. And I believe it came originally from the channel uh, Janie King, uh, who channeled uh, the Pleiadians, and her book specifically at that time for me was the Pata Tapes. And I believe that this must have been in 1993, somewhere around there. And I really tapped into this concept of safe universe. And I tapped into it, and I I chose to own it. I chose to own the fact that I lived in a safe universe. And through that, I traveled to all over the world, to countries that were on the do not travel list of the United States. And nothing happened to me except I had incredibly expansive experiences. Why? Because I lived in a safe universe. Now, it's not that I took risks and chances. It's just that I always owned living in a safe universe. By the way, if I was taking a risk, wouldn't just the concept of taking a risk go against my foundation belief of I live in a safe universe. So whatever I did was already in alignment with the fact that I lived in a safe universe. Although to other people, it might have looked as though I was taking a risk. But I fully own that. My daughter Maya, Maya Nanda, Bliss Within the Illusion, was born September 6th. Birthday's coming up along with Ilya's on September 8th. But she was born September 6th in the year 2000. And from the moment she was born, actually earlier talking to her in the womb, I reminded her that we lived in a safe universe. That she lived in a safe universe. And to this day, she reminds me at strategic times, she'll say, oh, Daddy, you know we live in a safe universe. So here's the thing. If you've got children, give them the foundation beliefs that will serve them as their default settings. If you are you right now in your life, (laughs) And I hope we all are us in our lives right now. Take a look at your default settings. Certainly you already have some that serve you. There's no doubt about it in my mind. But certainly you have some default settings that don't serve you. And this, my friend, is the time to start taking a look at it and adjusting them. And you do that by rewriting the script, by consciously deciding what it is you're going to own. You've heard two of them tonight, which will serve you for the rest of your experience here. I intend to feel good, and I live in a safe universe. Those two foundation beliefs 
that affirmation and that foundation belief will go a long way in assisting you in creating, attracting, and manifesting the life of your dreams. And isn't that what it's all about? Isn't that what we're here for, my dear friends? Exciting times. Absolutely, incredibly exciting times. Now, see what else there is is to share. A little bit of additional information about the Tour of Love. If you know anyone in Ojai, which is where I'm at right now, uh, we've got a unconditional love activation this Saturday, which is the um, 21st <laughs> of August, <laughs> Saturday, August 21st in Ojai, California. Go to touroflove.com. It's going to be, I believe, it's either going to be in a yurt or outside in a beautiful mountain, mountainous area five minutes from downtown Ojai. And uh, this is going to be quite, uh, quite the experience, quite exciting. Ending up under the stars. So, and bring your tents and, and any camping uh, things you need and, and camp out with us uh, that night. Also then on... Monday, the 23rd, and then Tuesday, the 24th, and Thursday, the 26th, 23rd, 24th, 26th, we have sessions in Orange County, California. We have Huntington Beach on the 23rd, Costa Mesa on the 24th, and Lake Forest on the 26th, and we'll have a call on the 25th next week. And then Dr. Dream performs a performs. Uh, Dr. Dream facilitates a wedding in Santa Barbara on the 28th of August, and then on into Burning Man for a week. There will be no call the first week in September. Uh, no reception at Burning Man and. Uh, just doesn't work from out there. So, um, but be sure and tune in the following week, which I think is September the 7th or 8th. I think it's the 8th. Um, the after Burning Man call is always one of the most stellar and energetically enthusiastic calls of the year. So we definitely want you to tap into that. Uh, in addition, what else? In addition, we've got some exciting events and different things coming up. And uh, after Burning Man, there will be a new tour of love schedule. But right now, also plan on November 6th and 7th at the Long Beach Convention Center when Dr. Dream is going to be with Mark Victor Hansen and Stephen Covey and, and Jason Mraz and Nassim Harriman and all sorts of other amazing things as we join forces to create the conference 
Leaders Causing Leaders, and it's Leadership 2010. Uh, you'll want to catch the opening ceremony. I believe they're expecting a 1,000 people, and there will be a mini activation. We're just finalizing the details in the opening ceremony, and then I'll be doing something else during the weekend and then something for the kids that weekend. So lots of great stuff coming together. We'll also need probably 20 helpers if it unfolds the way we we uh, talked about in the conference call this week, uh, 20 helpers assisting us with our mini session in the, um, in the opening ceremony. So uh, if you're interested, uh, let us know. That's November 6th and November 7th. Uh, let's see where we're going from here. I guess that's what we need to do. And at this time, I'm going to unmute the line before the Deeksha brothers and I do a oneness blessing. So I'm going to go ahead and unmute the line. This is an opportunity for you to share whatever you feel serves your highest good and the highest good of everyone on this call or subsequently listening to this podcast at the time. Woohoo, we're back. I'm speechless. <laughs> Imagine that. I cannot believe it. Speechless <laughs> is not so bad. You know what I wanna come I wanna go to Long Beach and be a helper. <laughs> well, you know where Long Beach is, darling. Yeah. Um, don't make your plans until I know for sure that we need twenty helpers, but uh we're, it's going to be a a ten minute activation production, and so um, we're really having to circle the wagons for this one. Uh, and I've got a concept, and I just need them to get back to me and say, "Doctor Dream, you're on. We love it. We love your concept." So keep it in mind. It's uh, November, early November. Not a bad time to visit Southern California, folks. Now, who's got something to share tonight before we go into our our remote oneness blessing from Central and Southern California? I I just love how this is going to work tonight. Anyone got anything? Just a lot of love. You dropped the word just. (laughs) A lot of love. That's awesome. There's a whole lot of love going on. Do we have uh, Neil and Ilya? You got us. Yep. <laughs> I got you, babes. For um, life. I'm sorry, what? For life. Nice. I like that. And um, so I'm thinking that uh, at this moment uh, that we – Call in the energies needed and uh, go ahead and uh, facilitate, provide, be the channel for this dual location remote oneness blessing. Mm. Are you gentlemen ready? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So um, I'm not going to mute out the mind. Um, and we'll just take this uh, 
a few moments to do this, and then um, I'll close out uh, this evening, and uh, there we'll have it. So um, go ahead and bring ourselves into alignment. Everyone else, move into breath awareness, being very aware of your breath coming in, serving your highest good, and just letting go and releasing on the exhale, and just stay in that breath awareness. I want to thank Neil and Ilya for assisting on so many levels tonight and all those other nights and uh, just express tremendous gratitude for each of you that are here live with us and anyone that's listening to this at a later time. Uh, My heart is full of unconditional love. For all of it is, and that includes each of you. Thank you so much for being with us. Blessings of love in the coming week and well beyond. And uh, we'll be back here next Wednesday evening with another Lessons from the Frontline. Love you all. Have a great week. Good night. Good night. Thank you so much. Mwah.